The Fujicast is an independent loading zone production. Well, Kev, all the excitement of the new camera. It's a bit like Christmas Day, isn't it? It's it sort of you, you ramp up towards it. it it's all kind of, it's, it's almost there, it's all, and then it's gone in its Boxing Day, and the sales are on. <laughs> but what, well, your film's your film's doing really well, Kev. Oh, flying. Yeah, they always do those tech ones, no, tech no, reviews they don't. and my, stuff like that. People love them, don't they? <laughs> mine didn't. Yeah, but yours was more art. <laughs> yeah, my, mine was more yeah. about the buttons and the specs, and yours was more art. Mine was more about the monkey, I think, at the start and the, and the end. Yeah, that was, that was very funny. The green vervet. I've always wanted to be Johnny Morris. Do you remember Johnny Morris? Do you remember I do Johnny remember Morris? Johnny Morris, yeah. Ah, dear old yeah. Johnny Morris. Do you remember his programmes? Yeah, well, I vaguely, when he used to talk to the animals and stuff like That's that. That's right, yeah. they would talk about Make back. animals talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know whether we've, uh, I, I forget which podcasts or which conversations I've had where I relay this story, but Johnny Morris, for our, our esteemed American, Australian and European listeners, do you know we have some in Russia? I was checking the other day on the, uh, on the maps, Kev. There's a, there's, a, there's a, I don't know, couple dozen that actually listen to us in Russia, Kev. Very good. Yeah. Anyway, um, so for all those that have never heard of Johnny Morris before, how do I describe him? He was this, you know how your granddad never used to age? He always looked the same you know, for, for your entire life, from the age of when you can remember him at about three or four through to when you're in your teenagers, age years, or even later if you're lucky enough. Johnny Morris was a bit like that, wasn't he? He never really changed. He was the same all the way through. And he, he had this program uh, about animals. And he decided he wanted to make the animals speak, didn't he? So, and the kids would love it because he'd go to, I don't know, Chessington Zoo or something. And the monkeys would be talking back to him and asking him for a cup of tea and stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah. And it was really sort of gentle humour in many respects. And um, I, uh, I was lucky enough a few years before he passed to go for dinner with Johnny Morris, like my childhood hero from those television programmes. Mm. Uh, and I sat at the table and it came to ordering and uh, I was sat next to Johnny. And I, w- I was a bit starstruck, to be honest, Kev. <laughs> and I, was, I just, I leant across to Johnny as it came to ordering. I said, I don't, I don't suppose you would mind just doing the penguins for me, would you? <laughs> and he ordered the entire meal for everybody in different animal voices. <laughs> it was one of the most joyous things ever. Uh, hearing him order, I don't know, cho- chocolate bomb in a penguin's voice. Just amazing. Chocolate what? Chocolate bomb. Have you never had chocolate. A, cho- a chocolate bomb? Have you never had one? Uh, you, I think you go to posher places than me. I don't even know what that is. It's Isn't ma- that something you put in a bath? No. I've had, a, I've had one you put in a bath and everything goes fizzy. <laughs> No, 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 no. This is this is you. You get molten chocolate inside chocolate sponge, and if it's cooked to perfection, when you put your spoon in, the chocolate oozes out. I don't know. Do they do them at the harvester? <laughs> no, they don't. The Fuji Cast. Well, welcome along um, to the harvester edition of the Fuji Cast. You don't eat the harvester, Kev, do you? Is that what, is I used that... to work at the harvester. Oh, you did. You were chef, weren't you? Yeah. Steaks well done for two. So, welcome to to the Fuji Cast. Uh, you and your questions. Click at fujicast.co.uk if you're writing in by email, and if you're writing uh, using our Facebook page. How do you do it, Kev? Go to the Fuji Cast Facebook group. A very friendly place, and there is a pinned thread at the top called Questions for the Show. Post it in there, basically. <laughs> we'll be reading questions from there. 
<laughs> Kev, it's almost like warming you up. You're like a chocolate. You're like an undone chocolate bomb, just waiting to, just waiting to, to sort of get hotter as the show goes along. Are you still doing your radio shows, by the way? Because I, I did see uh, on your Instagram the other day, it describes you as I think it's photographer. What is it? Photographer, DJ, country DJ. I think it just judo, says DJ. judo coach. Judo coach. That's it. You still no. doing your DJ? No. No. Well, I haven't. I'm technically still paying my subs. I'm still on the the kind of station but I haven't done it since June with lots of things I haven't really had time lots of stuff going on so yeah I will get back to it though yeah I know it's a it's been uh, it's been challenging I mean unfortunately you didn't end up going to Japan in the end because of personal circumstances and stuff didn't you yeah yeah shame but it sounds like everybody had a great time which is which is the important thing you'll be out there again Kev yeah maybe maybe it is a place I really want to go to you've been quite a few times now haven't you yeah I think I've been I think this would have been my sixth trip what I think so they'll have they'll have your name on a seat around the boardroom table at some stage there (laughs) won't they. Yeah, but it was the launch of the um, the X106 this week. Uh, uh, I, I know there was a, a little bit of conversation to start with, wasn't it? Is, is this the V1 or is it the uh, 6 or is... And I, I, I noticed that you... Uh, I got a few comments on uh, my music levels, as always, within because I like a close mix uh, within my film. You got a few comments on uh, calling it the V1, didn't you, or something, or the VI? Oh. God, you should have seen the comments I had. I've had the most, I've had the most amazing time filtering through these comments. <laughs> oh, honestly, I can't. I did put a post in the Fujikaz group about it, explaining my thoughts on the comments. Yeah, um, I didn't see that. Are, I didn't see that. I wish some I'd of them that. are brutal. Were they? Absolutely brutal. Which I just delete now. I'm I'm too thick skinned to worry about that. But other ones, yeah, I mean, they're just random. Some people are just completely and utterly random. Um, I mean, by and large, don't get me wrong, like yeah. 99.9% of people oh, will yeah, watch will, the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they will either go, oh, yeah, I quite like the idea of that. I might buy it. Or they'll think, I'm not interested in that. And, you know, uh, or they might think that video is rubbish. I don't like that. And they'll just disappear. And that's fine. Um, but mm. the ones that leave comments that are just, you know, I, I, absolutely conversational comments absolutely make sense. But some of them are just completely and utterly random. And I do have to worry for these people in their, <laughs> their daily lives, you know. Are they capable of crossing the road and things like that? Because oh, Kev. <laughs> it's just it's just comedy stuff, some of it. I know. Um, but, yeah, the one about the six and the VI, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm like, look, it's, it was called X100 ST, you know, uh, F, uh, T, third, fourth, and then V for fifth. Yeah. You know, and that for me, calling it VI means VI, (laughs) you know. I did did my homework and asked the boss, is it six or VI? And I got back a very quick six. Oh, I know it's six. The (laughs) the official line is six. I knew that from when, I knew that back in October when we started doing the film, promo filming. Okay. (laughs) But at that point, it was like, yeah, we're calling it the six, probably. So, uh, so you ro- you rolled with it, yeah. Well, Com- I comments are. I rolled with it on the official video, but on my video, I called it the VI. Anyway, Indeed, so so the six, the six, the VI, the the six is out, and uh, it's really exciting. I think I, I well, I mean, I, we've both done reviews on it. You've done a much more techie one than me. There was a, there was a guy I saw, by the way. Can I? You might know of this name. Do you know Gajan Balan, American guy? I think it is Gajan Balan. Nope. He has done. It's called Fujifilm X100. <laughs> VI six, 
first impressions, mm-hmm. um, what's new and what's not. And uh, it's a re- it's a really I think it's quite a delicate film, uh, full of tech stuff. And I I'd not heard of Gajan before, and I was really really impressed with it. And I think I think it's worth a view. I think it's worth. Yeah, a we'll view. include a link to that then. Yeah, yeah. On the on the show notes. Come on then, Kev. You've you've had to send it back. I've sent mine back. Did you lament the moment you sent it back? I haven't sent it back yet. What? Have you still got it? Yeah. Well, I was meant to have it in Japan, wasn't I? I'm technically still in Japan, but I'm not there. <sighs> So oh, okay. I'm sure that when Andres gets back, he'll be... No, don't say anything. Months. No, no, shh, shh, shh. Well, no. I've got a pre-order in now for the shh. new one. So. Have you got a pre-order in? Oh, lovely. Yeah, I've got a pre-order in. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm... You know, the thing is with me, with the X100, uh, whatever, is that because I've got all of them now, yeah. it's like a collection. Yeah. It's like, you know, you've got to get the last football sticker in the in the annual for the year oh god so, you put a big thing around your neck then on that one hasn't it and, and, and your you know in your your final days on this earth they they bring one out you're be, I've, I've, I've got to live on just to get the <laughs> new camera um <laughs> Don't yeah. Let me go. uh so yeah i pre-ordered it but not 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 obviously because i just want all of them but mm. i yeah i really like it I, really I was going like to say it. it's a bit decadent just because you want them all because it's not the um, che- some of the people you know some of the some people are just going yeah, well, there's not a lot of change in this camera, is there? But there is. There's loads they're of basically, change. Yeah. They're basically looking at it yeah. visually, and there isn't any change. There's some very minor changes visually, aesthetically. Yeah. But it's an enormous change. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's an enormous change. The sensor alone is is almost twice the size. Well, not not physically twice the size, but megapixels-wise. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and the AF is much better. If you want to do films on it, it's brilliant. You can do 6K. You know, you can do... Um, 60p 4k it's it's just a monstrous upgrade if you ask me uh compared to the x100v what one, uh, one the other thing is go on. hang on i'm on a comma oh. <laughs> the other thing is kev's on a uh, comma everyone sorry i thought it was a full stop the other thing is that the thing that one of the things i learned from the uh the comments is yeah you know and i said this in the video also just because the new one's out, it does not mean that the previous one is is worse no. all of a sudden, you know. And if the previous cameras, whether that's the X100V, 4, 3, 2, 1, whatever you want to call it, or the original one uh, does what you need it to do, then stick with it. You don't have to buy the new one. But if you want the new one, you're only enti- entirely entitled to get the new one. Yeah. You know, and nobody else should, should stamp on your feet for having the capability and the financial ability to do that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is big. It's a massive, massive upgrade, and and I I think that there will be a lot of people who obviously won't upgrade, but I think it will bring a lot of people to that range of cameras. People who perhaps have already got the XT5, the XH2, etc., now know that the same sensor is in the X100, yeah. and think, oh, I really like that idea of having a small camera as well to take away with me to you know go on holidays, take to work, whatever. It doesn't matter, but. Yeah, I think I think there'll be a whole new generation of X one hundredites come into it. I one thing I noticed um, was a bit of an overheating issue. Did you notice that? Although uh, the strong reason for that was because I I wasn't turning IBIS off, and you need to. Um, no, I didn't notice any any overheating. I have to say, but did you have the heating control setting switched on? Oh well, I don't know, Kev. I haven't got the camera. I could check. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, with the f- you're on about filming, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was filming at 4K uh, with IBIS. I mean, there's there's not anywhere really for the heat to dissipate to to the level no. you need it um, when you're. And it was in Africa in the middle of the day, photographing, filming, 
camera on for a long time. So I still, I still, yeah. I mean, I, I still don't think, although the camera has the capabilities, I don't think this is a serious filming camera. I think it would be amazing for people like you did when you went to the Gambia to, you know, to be able to create a nice film in while you're there using one camera. But I think generally for commercial and for you know high end video stuff, they're going to be looking at XT5, XH2, oh yeah, 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 yeah. kind of thing. You know, so uh, I don't think it's you, you know it's going to be used in that way for filming for long periods of time. Mm. Um, I did some clips in London and, you know, low light London and everything, and they were beautiful. They, mm. were, they were really beautiful, but literally just clips, mm. you know, as I said in my review, I think it's a, a filming clips camera. Clips. I, don't, I, mean, I, I do think um, I'm, I think the trip I'm organizing for next year, I mean, it's not, it's not official yet is uh, great train journeys in India. Mm. And I think again, I would, probably err on the side of now i took a v and a six if decadence allows and boris could stop asking for his loan back then may, maybe i'd take two sixes because i'd i'd you know or maybe the five is the yeah that is decadent one six one five again is how i would travel and i would be happy making a a film about india with just that camera system because i you literally it will be what you have in your back what what's on your back is what you have for 10 days and you're travelling by train, so there's not a lot of room to be taking lots of stuff. Yeah, 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 of course. And the, the other thing to remember with the X100 VI Stroke 6 is that it only uses UHS-1 cards, which yeah. is one of the things I was I was disappointed about. Yes, you said, yeah, I thought yeah. we could have got a UHS-2 in there. Yeah. Um, so that will compromise filming capabilities as well in terms yeah. of how much it can write to the card in, in as much time. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think, filming-wise, I don't think it's going to be used for kind of, you know, high-end blockbuster type stuff. No, it was never designed for that. No, it was never designed. XT5 and XH2 are being used, you know, in in Hollywood stuff. So. Um, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't know Wasn't that. A whole, there was one episode. What's that thing with that bloke in it? <laughs> That's a really. <laughs> I don't know. What's uh, that thing with that bloke in it? The whole of he's, um, whole of Hollywood. He's an English bloke, right. and he's a doctor. You're talking about House. House, that yeah, was but it. that was yeah. years ago. That was filmed with a Canon 5D, wasn't it? 5D. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that one was. But then later on, they did another one with XT3. I think I had no idea of that. I didn't. Know yeah, that. and there's loads. There's there's been loads of of um, stuff on the internet about oh. films that have been made with uh, not only Fujifilm cameras but mirrorless cameras in general. Yeah, yeah. Know? Well, I've read I've read plenty of stuff about Sony cameras being used. In uh, in not just Hollywood, but other Pinewood and places like that as well. I've not read that. I will go in search of that, Kev. You're reading the wrong newspapers. I'm obviously fact. reading the wrong newspapers. I can see. Um, right, is that a comma, a stop, or a semicolon? Can we move on? Uh, yeah, you're free <laughs> right. to go. Okay. Uh, should we start with questions then? Um, and then we'll come back and say some nice things about uh, our sponsors, of course. It's on my list. And we're going to talk about this coming Saturday. The gig, Kev. Uh, the House of Photography. That's you're, the bringing your, you're bringing your accordion? My accordion? I might bring my guitar. I don't know. If I had to busk, I wouldn't make a lot of money. There's <laughs> a guy called Alistair Humphreys, who I interviewed recently, who is a, so he, he's a, um, a proper explorer in that he went across Greenland and he um, rode across the Atlantic and all sorts of stuff. Okay, Now he does what's called micro-adventures. And um, he wanted to learn to busk. He couldn't play an instrument. So, so he learned the violin, I think, at about... Six weeks, and then went to busk in Spain to see if he could pay his way. I think he came back a, a little bit lighter. Anyway, questions, Kev, you're first. Okay, uh, the most recent comment is from two days ago, and it's from Dan Croft. Yep. 
And he says, if you could spend a week with any photographer, past or present, who would it be and why? Do you know, I, I choose, I've spent time with him, but I'd love to spend more time with him because now I've got all the questions that I thought I'd always have time to ask him, but nev- never got round to asking. Tom Stoddart, absolutely love him. What a generous, beautiful man and a sad loss to photojournalism. And and I, he was just the most incredible photojournalist. He was... Um, great friends with Don McCullen, though I'm I'm not sure he received quite the adulation. Not that that's what he sought, Kev. My, I, I don't think he, he 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 sought it, but he never received quite the adulation that some of his his peers did, despite his uh, mammoth 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 career. I mean, which spans great swathes of historical events, such as the fall of the Berlin Wall, the the uh, the, uh, the political landscape changing in the UK, the Balkans famine health crises around the world and he he wasn't somebody who needed to talk about himself though he had plenty to say if he was asked and if you told him your story he would he would listen and if he'd have questions he was utterly engaged with the people he spoke with i mean there's so many so many narcissists in our industry tom was not one of them but but the thing i'm sorry i'm on one now but the thing i come back to is his generosity and his enthusiasm, and the fact that if you were in a room with him, he'd make you feel like he, he was properly listening, and you were as important to him as he was to you. I, I don't I don't think, Kev, you meet many people like that, and I'd have so many questions for him now, Kev. I really would. That's who I'd choose. Yeah, good choice. I would go for Jim Marshall. Ooh, why? Why? Well... Because he was proper rock and roll yeah. and he went everywhere. You know, he went to San Quentin with Johnny Cash. Uh, you know, he was at Woodstock. Mm. He got chucked out of uh, Rolling Stones concerts. Did he? Uh, I mean, his stuff's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's who I would pick. Just purely on like lifestyle thing. And I would, you know, the, I, one of my favorite books is his book called Show Me the Picture. Mm. which is um, just incredible. And because it's it's about the picture, but also there's a lot of stories around those pictures. But yeah, he's a real wild boy um, and but a proper, proper talented photographer. What's the book called? Show Me the, uh, show me the Picture. Show, show me, me the, the picture, picture, Jim Marshall. Jim yeah. Marshall. I'm just going to... We reviewed it on the podcast. So, you oh, know, yeah, we that's why. Reviews. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why it's ringing a bell. Um, yeah. I mean, the access that he had... There's a picture here immediately where he's behind. I think that is the Stones, actually. Um, at some, it looks like a huge American stadium. It's about, but also the access of being able to spend time with people in hotel rooms when they were relaxing. Or That's what yeah. you wanted to do, wasn't it, Kev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a picture, there's one of the pictures in the book is, of, is a picture of Jimi Hendrix photographing a model lying on a counter. Right. Um, it's quite a risque picture, but it's, you know, it's interesting and it's all right. But yeah, I think I would go with him. I would, I would like to invite him to a dinner party um, yeah. and see what he has to oh, say. Oh, the stories he would have, huh? I could just see, I'd, I'd say, yeah. so Jim, right. what do you think about wedding photographers? <laughs> well, I, I hope he'd be as generous as Tom. What, what, what do you think he'd say? Uh, I think he'd probably just swear a lot and then... Down See, half a bottle of whiskey. I'm not sure Jim would have looked down on people, though, would he? I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> Jim, like, we don't have the benefit of knowing him, but I, I get the of, impression. Well, I get the impression he'd be very opinionated. What do you think, Jim, of wedding photographers? Two knocks for you, love them. One knock for the just not worth the price of film. Well, there we go. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, good choices there, Kev. Um, this is from Timothy Welk, who says, Hello from beautiful Utah. I'd like to go to Utah, Kev. Never been. I've been to Utah. Have you? Mm-hmm. Where did you go within Utah? All of it. I went across it on a, a Greyhound bus. Wow, Kev, that's amazing adventure. Well, it, not it, really. I was going from one. I was going from Las Vegas to a ski resort on a Greyhound bus. So we just drove through the night, really. We did stop at one place to let off this guy who was absolutely paralytic and was very ill. And the driver just threw him off in the middle of Utah, which of course is uh, a dry dry state. What? And just (laughs) dropped him off at a service station. Oh, right. At least he dropped him off at somewhere where he yeah, could... No, no, no. He yeah. dropped off a service station. Get off! Not not in the middle of the desert with a snake with uh, ra- rattles all around him. It sounds very mm-hmm. romantic, though, Kev, going across in a, a Greyhound bus. I do know a few people who have done the Greyhound bus thing and said, it's not as romantic as you think. Actually. No, it's not. It's like going third class on a British Royal train. Is it? We don't have a yeah. third class, Kev. Does it get worse than standard? Yeah, it's worse. It's like the old days. No, it wasn't very comfortable, I have to say. And it was one of the old school... Greyhounds, you know, I don't think they do them anymore. They're oh, all the like modern with, buses. Yeah, with the, with the windows that were slopey. Yeah. You could actually open them. the windows. Oh, yeah. I, I've fallen, he says, into the Fujifilm world after my purchase of an X-T5, and I've been loving it. I am a semi-professional looking to branch into wedding photography, and this camera is perfect for me in terms of price, user experience, and that sweet, sweet dual SD slot. Another interest was gaining access to a lot of great, affordable, and unique third-party lenses for my personal work as my budget is very tight, but I still want variety. I've been using the Viltrox 27mm, I think you've talked about this one, Kev, 1.2, for my paid work, for its sharpness and autofocus. Um, So at this point, none of my lenses are made by Fujifilm. Is it silly to have a Fujifilm body and only third-party lenses? Well, he's got some more questions and more points, so answer that one first. I don't think it is, Kev. I I use totally Fujifilm um, lenses myself. But in the past, when I've had other bodies like Canon, I've not worried at all about having third party. And what was that 85mm art lens? Who was it made by? Sigma, which was, I, I thought, a really good lens. No, absolutely no. As long as they're good quality lenses, you know, absolutely. Why not? I don't, don't think so. What was your feeling about the Viltrox 27? Just remind us. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I did. A, I think I did a review on that as well. Uh, yeah, really, really nice. And it's a good quality lens. And, and you know, I, I've... The fact that Fujifilm have opened up the architecture for third-party lenses means that, you know, they're happy for people to go and create quality lenses. I don't think Canon, certainly Canon haven't, and I don't think Nikon have. In the mirrorless, yeah. Um, which I think is a shame, really, because it does give people the, the opportunity. I've got another couple of Viltrox lenses being sent to me, actually. I'm ah. just looking at the email now, which is the... What have you got coming? 75 1.2. 75. Did you say 75 1.2? 75 1.2 and right. 33 1.4. So Ooh. I'm expecting those any soon. And I'll, 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 I'll give my thoughts on those as well, obviously. But yeah, why not? I mean, as long as, they're, as, long as you're happy with them and they, do, they give you the results, great. Um, I do. I don't think there's much point in having something like an XT5, you know, professional body like that, and spending all that money on a on an XT5, whether it's his money or whether it's company money, doesn't matter. Yeah. And then putting cheap, nasty kind of two hundred dollar kind of plastic lenses that you can get from yeah. some vendors on there. Um, but the Viltrox ones, I've been oh, nothing good. but impressed yeah. with. I have to say. He says I'm planning on financing better lenses to replace my hobby lenses. 
were um, using money from gigs and whatnot. Should I wait and save up for a proper Fujifilm lens? It sounds like you've got, you know, the Viltrox 27 is doing good business for you. But um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, if it, if it does the job for yeah, you, yeah, then there's yeah. no need. I, I mean, my experience with the Viltrox is that they are, um, they're certainly very sharp and the autofocus is very quick. I don't think they're quite as quick as the linear motor Fujifilm lenses. Yeah. There's not a lot in it, and uh, you know, it, it, if you really do need that extra teeny weeny bit of AF spe- um, acquisition speed, yep. then yeah, you might need to look at the the Fujifilm lenses. But if you're happy with the the focal ranges, I mean, the the Viltrox focal ranges, I find are always a little bit different to the Fujifilm ones. So you know, it might be that somebody wants a you know 75 is what they want, and Fujifilm, you know, they've got an 80, they've got a 56, they've got a 90, but they don't have a 75, so it might fill the gap that, that yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Or, or is there, I, 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 we've answered the question, but I do like his last sentence. Or is there, or last question mark, or is there no shame in having a camera bag and mismatch brands like my sock drawer before laundry day? I quite <laughs> like that. Appre- <laughs> appreciate thoughts. Feel free to call me out on overthinking this. I don't think you're overthinking at all. No, it's a, it's a valid question. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, Tim. Right, before we come back for another Facebooker, this coming Saturday, Kev, it's the House of Photography. That's what we're descending upon for our gig. Okay, keep calling it a gig. It's not called a gig, is it, Kev? What are we doing? We're not playing accordion, as you suggested before. It's, it's a, an event. It's an event. We've got four speakers. There's you, there's me, there's Mr. Whisper, and there's Emily Renier. Fresh back from Japan, both of those two. We can now finally, of course, we've been alluding to this for months and months and mm. months, say that the X100, the VI6, whatever the blinking thing's <laughs> Let, called. Let's just call it 6, Kev, because that's what no, they No, I don't want to call it 6. So. It's 6, Kev. It's 6. I'm not calling it 6. No, I know sometimes you're, like, you're very stuck in your ways with some stuff. Then they, they should have six. put the number six on it. Andreas called it six. Yes, I know Andreas works for Fujifilm. I don't. So the <laughs> the X100 VI will be there on. Uh, oh, on how the, the attitude changes! By the way, when when he's not an ex photographer anymore. <laughs> well, even if I was an ex photographer, <laughs> I'd still call it the you'd VI. You'd be towing the party line on this one. Well, I wouldn't. Not no, I wouldn't. <laughs> there was no control in that respect, so no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if I'm creating official Fujifilm content, like the video that they they put on their yeah. their global channels, yes. But don't make any me, more personal films, Kev. Calling it VI, otherwise you'll always be having rows. Well, I, I don't understand why. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm a V. It's VI. Anyway, go X100 on. V X100 VI. Yeah, go on. Anyway, it will be there on <laughs> <Yeah>. Saturday. <laughs> we can I all have a row. We can have a stand up row about it. I, I might have been beaten up. Um, anyway. And you will be able to um, probably be able to put pre-orders in, but you'll yeah. certainly be able to look yeah. at it and test it and trial it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know that Mr. Whisper and Emily, who are, have been in Japan this week, have also been using the camera, so they will no doubt have something to say about it. Mr. Whisper probably will be showing some of his amazing street photos, yeah. I'm guessing, that he took in Japan with that camera during his talk. Um, Andreas will also be doing a, um, a talk about the camera and generally it will be a fun and shenanigans yeah. for a few hours and then we'll go to the pub. We, there, there's, there's workshop side to it. Kev's going to be talking about the business of, um, I, I was going to say wedding photography, but it's, it's much more than that. The business of photography, getting into photography as a business. Kev's going to be talking about that. I'm going to be talking about sound, although I am, I think, Kev, in a reboot at the moment of my business. And so I had 
six hours on an aircraft writing some stuff in between by the way having red wine poured all over my lap by the person in front of me that's another story but i i wrote something about rebooting and i thought it was quite important so i'm going to put that into my talk uh, Mr. Whisper is going to be talking about his street photography and Emily is going to be talking about, well, uh, she's talking about um, uh, developing a business, isn't she, in, in, in portraiture and also wedding photography. But I think she's doing a bit more than that as well, isn't she, Kev? She's talking, I think. Oh, I, I don't think portraiture, but family photography. Family, so. I, meant, I meant family, sorry, not portraiture, family photography. Yeah. I, I think she's also talking about authenticity. And, and I think that's a really interesting point at the moment when um, the world is so loud isn't it, Kev, in social media? And um, sometimes I feel the authenticity is missing. And I, I know she wants to address that. So Emily's going to be doing that. I, I think a bit of my reboot might do that as well. But, but that's Emily's territory. Mm-hmm. So there's yep. four, four workshops. And you get a chance to listen to four speakers. Also listen to Andreas talking about the camera. Touch and feel um, the camera, not Andreas. And also, and also, there's a, a, an opportunity to listen to the show being recorded because we will be recording an edition at the House of Photography while you are there. So you will take part in the show. So please bring along your questions because you will be included in the show if you do. And for Indeed. all of that, Kev, that ticket price is... £90. <laughs> we've, still, we've still got a few seats Not left. Many. Can't believe it, but we've got a few seats left. So if you want to go... The best way is go to kevinmullinsphotography.co.uk and you go to what page, Kev? Let's go to the workshops page and you'll see it there, the big orange logo. Yep. And it's very easy to find. Uh, it is linked on the Fujicast website also, although we get on average six hits a week on that website. So <laughs> I think sure. most people listen to the show and, and yeah. make their own uh, things from that. But yes, so go to my website, kevinmullinsphotography.co.uk, go to the workshops page and you will see it. Yeah, there. If you so wish to come and, along, and we will go to the shenanigans bar after and continue the conversation. Gemma's coming. Gemma's coming. I think. Oh, is she coming at last. Yeah, hopefully oh, because she wasn't going to, was she? No, I mean, she. She. Well, we got to find. I think. Yeah, we'll probably we'll leave the kids at the Three Cups across the road for a couple of days, and she'll come into London <laughs> with us. You can leave them at the pub. Yeah, there's lots of people there to look after. Them. Oh, I, did, I would have stayed had I known that because it was just you. I thought, I can't bother with that, Kevin. No, an after yeah, show Gemma's party. coming. I think. Dull, I mean, it's not 100 percent confirmed yet, but she hopefully she'll come. Well, the last time Gemma was at the event, um, we we dragged you, I think, into um, the Five Guys restaurant for a cheeky late night burger. Oh, that was awful. No, me and Gemma were really happy. Awful. You, you hated it because you were going through your fancy eating stage, weren't you? I went to Five Guys a couple of weeks ago with um, Albie. He wanted the Five Guys. Careful what you say now. Five Guys, are a, Five Guys are a big company. I don't care. It was too way over it priced. Was it? It was something like, I can't remember what it came to now, but it was something like 20 quid for two burgers, chips, and one drink because I refused to pay for a drink. Uh, in fairness, though, Albie loved it. You know, he loves that food. Yeah. So as a I treat. And, and they did give us... Uh, I mean, the amount of chips were, it was a waste. Most it's, of them went in the it's, bin. Cause it's generous. Too- it's generous, the ch- chips they give. I do think it's a lot, though. It's a bag full of it, isn't it? Usually they just keep cupping it in, don't they? But it's Albie, so Albie like, loves he gets the food. his treats. He does. Yeah. Right, okay, back to Facebook. What have you got, Kev? Michael Beecham says, what's the average wind speed of a fully laden swallow? <laughs> I think, the and the un- reason there is a, there's a spattering of these random questions, and the reason oh, for that is right. because 
I do say at the top, you can ask us anything. Right. And so there you go. Uh, anyway, I did look it up, and it's 11 metres per second. There, there we go. go. Um, next you, one is you, from... Have you, have you looked up all these random ones? He, I think there's one from him and a few from others, but oh, okay. we'll get to them. We'll get to them over time. Right. Um, but I'll do another one. In so here's this is one in fact from uh, Emily. Ah, Emily Renier, who is currently at CP Plus in Yokohama, um, and it says more of a statement. I haven't read this yet, so I don't know what it says. Oh. More of a statement than a question, <laughs> which I know that Kevin Neal will agree with wholeheartedly. Mm. Mm. So she's she's chucked us under a bit of a bus here because yeah, yeah. whatever she's yeah. to say, that's, that's a bit. assuming that's us. Um, and one that I would really appreciate if it could be mentioned on the show. Right. So here we go. Stand by. I wondered if it might be worth openly acknowledging that the wedding photography industry at the moment is going through a really rough patch. And it's at times like these when we need to all pull together as an industry and show care and kindness towards each other. Mm. A lot of people are struggling out there. The market is what it is. But if we can show kindness now in times of trouble, uh, rather than just when... Oh, let it be. Let it be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rather than, right, you, you threw me now, but if we can show kindness now in times of trouble, rather than just when things are going okay, yes, and that's the true measure of how good a community we can be. You guys might have already mentioned this this year, so if you have, ignore me. Uh, we haven't, so we won't ignore you. Well, I did just mention a moment ago that Emily's going to be talking about authenticity, and I had no idea you were about to mention that, so, so, and, and I, I, I think she's <laughs> sort of, um, um, in, well, not in passing, in f- far more than that. That that's a reference to it in many in many respects. It's interesting when you meet photographers who, I mean, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, isn't there, Kev? And and I was doing a um, at the start of the year exhibiting at a particular venue, and there's a photographer that goes. I'm being a bit cautious because. I don't. I don't think they'll be. Go listening. on, go I, all five guys on them like I did. Oh no, no, I don't think they'll be listening. See, I'm not even going to be gender specific here. They said to me, you know, when I when I asked, well, how's business? Now I know business is tough, or t- no, not tough. No, that's wrong. Is tougher than this person was making out. But the first thing they said was fantastic. I'm on my last bookings of the year. You know, da 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 da. It was like. Dropping some sort of I, I, I'm okay, mate, mate, bomb and running out the door. And I was left thinking, oh, was like, mm. it was like word soup. None of it meant anything. Mm. And, and I think there's a lot of that going on, isn't there? I think now, there's always been that going on. It's not yeah. just about now, you know, the industry is in, in, a, in a state of turmoil. But, you know, yeah. and I've said this, I don't know how many times now, but I feel like we're. We're definitely in that kind of COVID lull. Where it's the blip year is what you're calling it, isn't it? Blip year, yeah, where people people who would have met in COVID mm. would have been getting married around about now, um, but they didn't meet, so there's mm. less of them. That's, mm. that's my my own personal theory. I made that up myself in my own head, and that's what I believe, and that's what I think. So I think that it's, it is a blip. Um, but, yeah, you're right, the, the, especially on Instagram, there's one guy that I follow who – and Gemma, we, we talk, it's some uh, Canadian guy, right. and we talk about him a lot, and uh, it's just comedy. Go on, comedy go all gold. five guys on me then, Kev. Go, comedy gold, um, <laughs> where he's just like, yeah, you know, I've I booked, I, I, I'm I'm fully booked for 2027. Oh, I still have right. some a few more spaces <laughs> left for this year, so 25% discount if you book within the next week. And I'm like, oh, my word, why are you doing it? Why? Why? You don't, you know, 
there's a thing, there's a real thing called digital vanity and so many people suffer from it. Uh, you know, it's the vanity of likes and mm. comments and all that kind of stuff. And, and people really spend way too much time chasing digital vanity than they do thinking, oh, actually, I haven't got enough bookings this year. What should I do about it? Mm, maybe I'll adjust my pricing or maybe I'll think about a marketing strategy or maybe I'll, you know, build a new part of my website or whatever. But instead, they just go on Instagram, Facebook and spout bullshit <laughs> because they think that will help and it doesn't and it just makes people think they're idiots. An interesting, and I know, again, this is about weddings, and sometimes we get a bit of a thumping for, for, for um, mooting the weddings word too much. But I, And I think this can probably probably permeate into to other genres as well. But it was interesting sitting, I went to a networking event the other day, Kev. I'm not very good at networking. What are you like at networking, Kev? When I you don't go, do it. Do you not do it? When you go into not a really. room? Depends on what you think, what you call by networking. I mean, I, well, you know, I chat to people at weddings, venue, vendors and all that kind of stuff. And Well, this was know. this was an event, a very, very good event, by the way, organised by a company called Guides for Brides. I, I went along because I was thinking, right, I'm, I'm having a reboot. I'm doing a few things. To, I'm doing a few things in the traditional way that I used to do. Um, so I thought, I will go to this networking event. I drove up, Kev, I almost drove off again because there were so many cars in the car park. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to have to talk to people. And I'm not very confident in a room networking with people I don't know. Thank God when I walked in, there was a guy who sells suits. I'm, I've known him for years, a guy called Mark. I thought, oh, at least I can go and talk to somebody. We all sat down and listened to a really, really interesting uh, breakdown of what's happening or what's believed, what's perceived to be happening in the wedding industry, in the, in the UK anyway, as far as affects me as a photographer uh, and and that is that people are um it was interesting that in this survey a quarter of the of the couples that they spoke with were booking weddings um for the next f four to five six months ahead right now okay so so they're still not decided they're still booking vendors now and then there was um half of the pie was for 2025 and the last quarter so it roughly worked in a quarter and a half and a quarter and the last quarter was for 2026 and it did sort of support that theory i was thinking all the time kev your ears might have been burning i was thinking kev's blip look at it on the screen kev's blip it's happening yeah i think it is and and you know emily's right there is a lot of people who i think overall generally overall the community and the industry is a very safe and welcoming and supporting place I don't know what she's referring to directly. Maybe she is referring to this kind of digital vanity that we see in the social media, bombastic, chest-beating, um, usually guys doing it, you know, kind of, look at me, look at me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a celebrity rock star photographer, yeah. which, of course, they're not. But, um, you know, the fact is, yeah, the, the industry, I think, is in a bit of a flux yeah. at the moment, and, and I do strongly believe it will come out of it. And, you know, we, we all need to just kind of... Get on with sunny uplands will once again be there one thing that can help you with your business whether you are a wedding photographer portrait photographer if you're selling landscape work uh, etc is to have a really good gallery to show it a gallery which you can sell from and uh, the one that we uh, the company that we choose to use kev is pick time isn't it it is um, indeed and actually they've done they've just literally yesterday as we're recording this released a new update to the um, yeah, interface yeah. which has AI searching. <gasps> what does so that, what does what that, that mean, means Kev? is, what does that mean? and actually, it's really. I mean, the the, the the examples they used were like the clients could now type into their gallery hugs, for example, and it would show them all of the hug pictures. Oh right. Um, but more interestingly to me, which I think this is great, 
is it now they can now choose the people they're interested in. So it will the um the AI system on PickTime will identify faces throughout the the collection of images. Right. And it will a bit like on your phone or a bit like in Lightroom, you know, you can click on a face and it will show you all of the images where that face appears. Good lord. So, you know, if you're a bridesmaid, for example, and you want to see how beautiful you looked on the day you can just click on your little icon face at the top and it will show you all of the pictures that you were in. I think this is amazing, Kev, but I also think it could cause a bit of a problem because if you've got, I don't know, I won't use bridesmaid as an example here, if you've got a groomsman who's thinking, oh, I quite, you know, I like myself, I look a bit sharp in this suit, and he looks up his face and he sees that he's only had five photographs of him, of him during the whole day, and he looks up a picture of one of the other groomsmen who's featured 17 times. <laughs> it could... It could form competition. Well, that's in their world then, isn't it? That's for yeah. them to figure out. But yeah. I think it's wonderful. I do think it's I, a good I, idea. I was just writing in a comedic example. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I think that's, you know, they kind of, they, they re-updated the app as well a couple yeah. of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. So the app is now amazing as well. And yeah, clients can yeah. use that. It was awful before then, but they've, they've invested time and effort into that. So yeah, pick a time is is your friend. You can get a uh, one month free with the code FujiCast. Um, possibly all uppercase. We're not. We're never quite sure about that. Um, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Month yeah. Free. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody try it in lowercase for us and see if it works. And I if mean, it doesn't, let's know. <laughs> you know, we've been saying it for well over a year now. I bet it works just fine the other way, Kev. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, pick hyphen time dot com, and then uh, when you get to join, put FujiCast in. <laughs> Um, upper or lowercase, and then you get your month free. I like that idea. I think the AI idea, idea is really good. Can you imagine that, searching for granny and stuff like that? Perfect. Yeah, I think it's nice, isn't it? Perfect, you know, perfect, and, perfect. And, 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 you know, interestingly, so a lot of people, I don't do this, but a lot of people use PickTime and they, they section out parts of the day. So they might have a tab for yeah. uh, bridal prep. They might have a tab for ceremony. They might have a tab for, you know, reception, that kind of thing. Um, but now they don't need to do that because people can just type into the box yeah. at the top ceremony and it will filter out all of the ceremony pictures. Now, we've got one very more. clever, isn't it? It's very clever. People with long foreheads are very clever, Kev, for inventing stuff like this. I yes. think they are. People with much longer foreheads than what you and I has. Indeed. I'm going to Cape Canaveral in, uh, in, uh, in the summer. There's a lot of people with long foreheads there. Mm. That's very clever stuff. Yeah. Did you know a man once hit a? Uh, it's it's in the um, quiz that I'm I'm doing the school quiz, and uh, I was looking for just trivia stuff. I didn't realise that uh, I'd always thought there was only one moon flight. I know that's going to be a shock horror thing for some people saying, "Well, hello, have you read anything?" But there were there were the Apollo four, when Apollo fourteen went to the moon. Alan Shepard, it was Alan Shepard. He actually got out and played around a golf on the moon. Mm, How clever I did is not that? Know that. People with long foreheads put Alan Shepard on the moon so that he could play golf. That is very, I have literally never heard of that. Yeah. Where did the ball end up? There's no gravity, so it would know. have just kept going. It's probably, probably going still. It's probably still going. It's at Saturn by now. <laughs> <laughs> Four. The aliens thinking, what? Is it coming our way? Uh, we're going to get, this is the last question of the show, by the way. We're going to get in trouble for this, Kev. Mm-hmm. Anne Greaves. Although you did answer her mail, which is good. So I think you foresaw a problem here that we might not do the question in time because she wrote on the 31st of January. I've been asked to do a friend's wedding in two weeks' time, which is now gone. 
There are going to be 40 guests um, and more at night time. I think it will be mostly inside the venue, and I'm not experienced in flash photography, and I don't really like the results. So again, this can be any genre. I know you don't use flash, or I think you don't. I've heard you set your camera to P mode. Is this correct? And will this help with low light? I have a 56 1.2 lens and an 18 to 55 lens. I don't have the 18 lens like yourself. I also have a 35 f2, not the 35 1.4 that Neil would like. Uh, camera is XT3. Do you think this setup will be okay? That's the first question. Yeah. So I I did reply to her email directly because I knew that we would probably wouldn't get to the <laughs> yeah, thing. So yeah. what I'm going to do is just read what I emailed her. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. If you got and it. I said. Yeah. I said, hi, Anne. <laughs> we will get to this question on the podcast. Yeah, we have. You might, yeah, yeah. you might have to wait for yeah. it to be aired. So I'll reply first here. Yes, I shoot in P mode, and that will allow the camera to take most of the strain. Your equipment will be fine, but you'll likely lean on the 56 mil when the light goes down or when inside. Uh, I do not use flash, by the way, which I did not include in the reply, but I don't. Um, Neil does. So it doesn't matter either way. Uh, and I said, I'm sure you will be absolutely fine. Good luck, Kevin. So, Anne, let us know how you got on. I'm sure you are absolutely fine. Um, why, why do you um, shoot in P and not maybe aperture priority and open up as wide as you can go? Why? Because I just prefer to do it be as less just thinking about the picture rather than anything to do with the camera. But you still are in, in, in aperture mode. You're not, not thinking mm, about the picture, No, right? not really, because you're then adjusting the aperture, you know. But so well, at least, at least you, you have a bit of control over it. I mean, you don't have control over anything else, but you've got just a, an incy, wincy spider bit of control. Yeah, I don't want control. Do you not? No, but um, that doesn't mean that I don't change if I need to, of course. You know, mm. if I want to do a slow shutter shot or... Um, you know, I need to take control of the shutter speed because of the light. Then yeah, obviously I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll adjust things accordingly. Yeah. But by and large, like summer weddings and uh, almost all shot in, in P yeah. mode, or A mode as they call them in food film world. Um, thank you for your very entertaining podcast. Anne says, you and Neil make a good team. Very funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just sometimes, Anne. Yeah, just sometimes. See you on the 2nd of March in London. And I'm delighted that you will be there. And yes. that is a really good way to... You've, you've done it. And that, that is inspiring of you. You've closed off this week's episode by saying, see you on the 2nd of March in London, because that is where we will be. 2nd of March in London, Mr Whisper, Emily Renier, Kevin Mullins, and me, Andreas as well, doing his thing. You can touch and try the cameras. Um, there's going to be four workshops. Just uh, honestly, really, be there, because uh, I think it's a great Fujifilm... Well, it's not a Fujifilm event, it's a Fujicast event, but we're, you know, thank, thank Fujicast... Uh, thank Fujifilm, rather, for joining in with us and being so supportive, as Andreas and the team always are, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, look forward to seeing you on the 2nd of March. Tickets are still available. Um, we... Um, uh, we'll put it on the web we'll put it on the show page but go to kevinmullinsphotography.co.uk and go to where after that Kev go to workshops and it's very obvious it's the big one that says Fujicast event London I'm looking forward to seeing you there Kev we'll see you in a couple of weeks time on the podcast which will be the one that's recorded live at the event see you then bye the Fujicast is an independent loading zone production email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co
www.politicalradio.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.